Welcome to season four of the Navit podcast, all about money stories. We all have a unique relationship with money and an equally unique story about how that relationship made us who we are today. This season, we will be asking navigators in our community to share their tales. We hope these stories will help us all learn more about our common human experience and dig deeper into our own financial journeys. Feel free to join the conversation. If you have specific financial questions you would like people to answer, call us and leave a voicemail at 206-405-0182. We will read your questions and have them answered on this season of the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you soon. If you're talking finance, diversity, and entrepreneurship, you got to know Jasmine Powell is into it. You give her a way to make waves and she'll make it her wave. Helping others through Sigma Tau Delta as a former chapter president of Sigma Gamma Rho and various other projects, she stays on deck, ready to help her community purely because she loves it. And her pen game's strong. She's drawn from personal experiences to bless our audience with gems for them to succeed. <laughs> so let's hear it for the home team as Jasmine hits the scene. Welcome back to the Navit podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Jasmine Powell, who is a freelance writer and a contributor at Navit. I have also had the distinct pleasure of financially coaching her, being having her as one of my clients for a short period of time. And she has just been an incredible client that has rocked and had so many different wins. So I'm really excited to have her here to tell her money story. Jasmine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. I'm going to let uh, you tell the audience a little bit about who you are. And then uh, Kenneth is going to jump right into money story questions. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. So my name is Jasmine Powell, as y'all may know. I'm a Clarksdale, Mississippi native. I'm a graduate student at the University of Memphis, set to graduate this May. I'm also yeah. a freelance writer, copy editor, and a whole lot of other things that I do. So <laughs> I'm really excited to be here and have this conversation with you all. So yeah. Nice, nice. So <clears throat> one of the things that we love to start off with, we like to start at the beginning and uh, always ask, what is your first money memory like as a kid when can you say is that point where you realize money is a thing and you need to know about it we getting ready to send it off right (laughs) (laughs) money wow i don't really know if it was like a positive thing for me you know it would usually isn't yeah (laughs) early off you know living where you know where i'm from Everyone needed money, basically. So Mm. money was a struggle. It was something that everybody strived for, what we wanted, what we needed. It was a goal. That's what I can Mm. say it was. A goal, you know, something that I wanted. When I got it, you know, it didn't last long. So, I mean, (laughs) one of those things that if you didn't have it and you got it, you ain't going to have it for long. So just enjoy it while you can, basically. (laughs) Were, Were you one of those people who, like, like, as a kid, did you have to get, like, a job early? Were you, like you know, doing chores around the house to get allowance? Like, what was what was your grind coming up? Yeah, so there were no allowances where I'm from. So <laughs> it was what it was. Um, I didn't really, you know, I did, I would say I dabbled in jobs, but it was just more like a school thing. I didn't mm. really get into, like, working until I went to college when I was having those multiple job, you know, moments I was going through. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would usually just get money on like birthdays sometimes, you know, a little mm. here and there, you know. I didn't really start making anything big to like college though. So. As a kid, when you got like the birthday money, uh, were you like a saver or was it like, oh perfect, I know exactly what to spend this on right this second? <laughs> I know exactly what I wanted when I got money. <laughs> I just didn't have yeah. enough of it, but I know what I wanted. If I didn't come right. something, I would be like, Well, might as well get some candy or something, you know. How right. I don't know. <laughs> Not much you can do what I got, but I'm here. No, it's amazing. So I'm curious about what you feel like you got from your parents. Like, were they, you know, we talk a lot about this and Kenneth knows I had, I had one that was frugal and I had one that was um, like an entrepreneur and risk-taking and like, you know, the, we get influenced by our parents and you don't, I mean, without going into detail, do you feel like you had specific lessons that you learned from the adults in your life that you either agreed with or you've had to relearn in adulthood? Well, I don't know if it's really me necessarily agreeing to me. When you're in that situation that we were in, it's kind of like just doing what we have. So I grew up with like my mom and my brother, you know, most of my life. So watching her, you know, try to flourish in like such a poverty stricken community, I saw that money was something that not a lot of people had. So when we got it, like I said, we were happy about it. But I think that through that struggle of just trying to attain wealth and, you know, get the bag that <laughs> a little bit of our morality was lost, I would say, mm. which I which I feel contributes to my, uh, contributed to our scarcity mindset. So I would say like mm. talking with Navid and learning things about Navid, scarcity mindset is what most of my family was in, so. And that's so hard to get out of, like. Yeah, it is. And it's not just, you know, within your family or whatever, but like even outside and people around you, like if they're, operate in the same way you're like all right well this is normal this must be right. how everybody deals so it's like right. until you find yourself in a position where you can gain knowledge and learn like oh wait hold on how they how they doing that over there i need to i need to yeah. figure that out like mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing that's so amazing about you, Jasmine, is that you were determined to go to college. So tell us your journey of like, you know, how in high school were you thinking about college? Was that always a goal? Was that an expectation or was it something that you were self-driven to achieve? Yeah. So um, honestly, after high school, I didn't really think past high school when I was like in my primary years, you know, college was mm. like such a far off thing because you would have to think about how was I going to pay for it? Like, right. could I even go? And then not even that, just the initial cost of traveling to go to college. Like, how was I going to pay mm. for that? I didn't have money. So, you know, I was just making it. I, so I made good grades in school. You know, I wanted to make my parents proud and my family proud. So that's what I kind of focused on, which I'm looking back now was wasn't the best um because i really wasn't thinking about my future as much as i should have mm. been but i was a kid so you know i can't really blame myself for that right right but yeah so i decided to go to college when i was senior <laughs> when i was a senior yeah. in high school um i applied for the um application you know it, there were some fees involved in that as well with orientation that I was right so more stress with money and, but I'm so grateful because some of the women in my community, you know, they had scholarship programs. So I applied for that and it gave me oh, money, wow. you know, for that travel to get to college. So I'm really grateful for that. You know, that's why I'm like happy about education. It helped me get to college. 
Right. Um, but basically, one of my goals in going to college, it was to escape my hometown. I, mm. I knew I wasn't going to grow. There weren't many opportunities there. I feel like I was kind of sinking in from that scarcity mindset um, of just thinking like, you know, how am I going to do this? I don't have this. I don't have that. And it was just like, well, just go to college and figure it out. So, right. <laughs> you know, I'm in debt now, but like it was the best, the most, you know, what's the best? It was the best. I really enjoyed college. <laughs> you really had to stop. <laughs> like, was like, it the- no, nah, it was the best. <laughs> it was the best. It was, it was some great years there. So, yeah. <laughs> so I went to college basically to like find myself and just get out of my situation I was in. Just mm. the money situation, just all of that. It was just too much. I wanted to get away from that. So that's why I went to college. And it, I, I think it's interesting that you said that you did that to get out of the hood because you know, yeah. usually it's like you play sports or you, you know, you rap or, you know, whatever. Like, that's how you get oh, out. No. I, like, nah, I, nah. I don't have any of those talents. I, <laughs> I can't rap, can't sing. I'm like, I got to do something. So I'm like, I know how to write really good. Let me see what I can do with this. So that's what I did. And, <laughs> that, and I, I really wish that more people would understand, especially now with the Internet, with with mm-hmm. social media, with education literally being at your fingertips in a lot of situations there's so many more ways to get out it's still not easy mm-hmm. but there's definitely more options so like i'm definitely glad that you said specifically now nah, i went to college because i knew i had to get out of here <laughs> yeah but i will say this though the thing about school was you know a, a lot of people wanted to go to college but the school system you know you know how it is mm. i was a good test taker i can remember things really good so I was going to get up out of there regardless. So oh bless you. But, but I wish you had given me some of that talent. Can you like share? <laughs> but some people don't have that, you know, that privilege of being able to do that. So mm. they had to find other avenues to get out. But I'm just grateful that, you know, I was blessed with this memory. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to take advantage of your gifts. Because if you yeah. don't, then what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you went to college, so you got a scholarship, which is which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, is that when you really started working? Um, you know, starting to earn money and looking at okay, how do I? Did you did the scholarship cover all of school, or you, I mean, you had to go into some debt, right? Yeah. So the scholarship that I got from my hometown was you know to buy my college stuff because I didn't have money for that, so I had to buy my dorm yeah. room stuff and my you know essentials. So the scholarship yeah. I got with um, university, it covered my tuition completely. So that Amazing. helped out in the long run. Woo. I just chose to go to an expensive dorm, but you know, I deserved it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I took it. Yeah, um, I didn't really start working until I would say my sophomore year. Oh, and wow. I was completely baffled by it. <laughs> what was the first job? Oh my gosh, what was my first job? I think my first job was like at Qdoba, like a Mexican, like oh wow, it was like LA, but Qdoba was way better, I would say. Um, <laughs> I just had, better, I but, just had some like a, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's yo, it so hit. good, it's so it good. Hit. It's got to be a regional oh thing, right? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's, really? it's not. It's just that. Well, the closest one is at Ole Miss right now, so I don't really know. If it's What's it called? Again? Uh, Qdoba. Qdoba. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking at it. Oh, maybe I do know it. Oh, okay. okay, keep going. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking that was it up. My... <laughs> I think that, yeah, that was my very first job on campus. And I realized quickly that I was not built for manual labor. 
that wasn't my thing. <laughs> That's why I was so good with education. But you know, I, I went to, I was at Qdoba, but I think after like what was it six months? I left. I wasn't oh, wow. balancing work and school is so hard, but um, I was able to make money and help my families. That was what I was doing. Majority mm. of my college um, career was, you know, it was school, but then it was like work. And I was like, I have to try to keep a job because I want to help out my family. Cause you know, right. back in my hometown, they're still struggling, you know, and different things like that. So that was at first it was Qdoba. Then it went to McAllister's <laughs> and then it went, Oh my gosh, where did it go? Else. I don't even remember. It was so it was so long ago. 2019. No, 2019. It's so long ago. But oh girl. I yo, I'm like, she about to say 2002. Yeah, it's it seems so long ago, but the pandemic really threw me off. But I had I know I had three. I could have had four, but I know I had three. <laughs> yeah. So but all in service industries. So, yes. Right. And Got things, you. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'm curious because then you got out. Well, mm. so let's talk about how you felt about money at the time. So I hear that there was pressure for you to when you were making money to help your family out, yes. which is a real that's real, you mm-hmm. know, and that um it'll it, so tell us a little bit about how you thought about money during those years and how it's changed how it changed when you after you graduated. Okay, so money during those years, you know, I didn't feel alone. But, you know, I went to the University of Mississippi, you know, Ole Miss. It's a lot of rich kids on campus. You know, you see them with the cars, you know. And I'm like, oh, wow. They're rich. I'm not. But right. time, you had students that were like, no, like, I'm working three jobs right now. I'm broke. I'm like, me too. So we just kind of know. Hung out. So I didn't really feel that bad. But it was a lot of pressure, you know, because I had to find a way to provide. So one of the ways I survived college was through the disbursements they would give students, you know, when you. When you're done with your tuition, they give you like what's left over. And so I used that, you know, to help about mm-hmm. family when I didn't have a job between those three jobs I had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just did other stuff, you know, and I made it. When it came down to, uh, you know, like sending money back home and stuff like that, maybe putting yeah. some money on a bill, like, was that, I mean, I know you were young, you know, was it like a budget that you had in mind or was it just like, all right, I'm going to throw this money here and I'm going to spend this money here and nah, I hope it works out. Like, yeah, so there, were, it was, it wasn't really a budget. You know, what I had, what I could provide, I would give. So mm, that's gotcha. basically what, what it was. So I always felt like I didn't have enough because I didn't have enough. And right. I tried, uh, I tried having a savings account in college. Um, I, that didn't work out, but because <laughs> I was having to spend for myself and my family, so it's like if you take too much out of a savings account, they're gonna charge you. So it's like, what's the point of having one? I don't need one anyway. Right. Which is how I went to the credit card that I got in oh, college, no. and it and it was it wasn't me that applied for it. I wasn't looking for it. It looked for me. I was at <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> I was at Walmart trying to buy some buy you know my little items that I had, and the cashier was like, "Well, do you want to apply for?" A Walmart credit card. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, yeah, not, <laughs> I don't know anything about a credit score or anything. I just was wow. like, yeah, like yes. you get it. Got accepted that first day. Oh, and it went a thousand dollars in credit to a, a girl that didn't know anything about credit. No. no. Yes. <sighs> yes. That they set you up for failure. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you then? Nineteen twenty. Oh I think I was like. 
I think I was 19. Yeah, it's mm. like incredible to me how they do this. That's yeah. a trap. That's a real trap. Totally. Yeah. It was quick mm. to I'm like, I, I know my social security number. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it. And I was, I felt like, oh, like I'm kind of balling now, but I didn't know anything about payments. Mm. Credit the report, interest. Interest, nothing. Mm. I didn't know any of that. So like when I started, you know, trying to be responsible and like, you know, pay on it or something. I would I would look at my bill and be like, okay, I know I paid $25. Like, where is it? Like, I know I put it on this bill and it's keep going up. And it got to the point where I was literally like in the bathroom crying because they kept calling my phone because my account went to collections. And I'm just like, oh, I swear yeah. I'm gonna pay y'all back. I got y'all. Like, it was like, what? What was <laughs> And you know, I paid it off when I got, you know, my next disbursement. And they stopped calling me. And I was just that, like, yeah, that was just, I was so stressed out during that time. I didn't know anything about it, but I was trying to um, be responsible with credit, but I knew nothing mm. about it still, even after wow. I graduated. Wow. So, <laughs> that was my story. What's so evil about that is that you also probably, you know, there are people that will negotiate that for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like they harass you and harass you to pay it off, but there are other there are other options too. It's just incredible mm. to me how yeah. predatory this is. It's infuri it makes me so mad. Yeah, but all okay. of this before you can even drink. Like that's insane. Like good point, <laughs> Kenneth. Good Foul. point. I didn't even drink Ooh. when I could drink because I was so stressed out about <laughs> all this going on. <laughs> Yes, oh. but that's my money story. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You're not done because it gets even better. It's like we had, there's a huge happy ending. So you paid that off, yes, and then you went off into the big wide world after you graduated, right? And or when did you go to your master's? Oh, I started my master's in 2019, so I graduated from um Ole Miss in 2019. Okay. Okay, and then you went straight to a master's. Yeah, straight to a master's. Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> But part of that like evolution was that you started to, you paid it off and you yeah. started to pay at least to pay attention a little bit more. And you were, yeah. were you less stressed after you paid it off or like how, what was the feeling after you paid it off? Cause it sounds I traumatic. Was, yes, it does. <laughs> it was very traumatic. I was so scared. I'm like, I failed at savings at a savings account anyway. Like I butchered my credit, you know, on top of other things I had going mm. on with that, butchered it completely. So I was just like, I don't want anything to do with it. Like, I don't, right, I don't even right. have like sufficient income. When I graduated, you know how they would, I don't know why they tell college students that. They're like, oh, just go to college. You'll have a job right after. I'm now lies. Out, lies. I'm now finding <laughs> out at like 25. The most important thing that any college student can do is network. That's, it doesn't even matter yes. what, what you make, like your grades or anything. It's like network. I'm like, if I would have known this, like, I could have saved all that heartache and pain, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Preach. So, <laughs> I learned that in my master's program. <laughs> mm, they, there we go. Amazing. <laughs> so, I was very stressed. I was kind of, I was really insecure. On top of that, I already had anxiety. So, my anxiety was just through the roof. I'm like, oh, my God. I was yeah. like, I can't do anything right. Like. I can't even get like a job, you know. I'm like, I right. don't even a job. I'm back in like my parents' house, like I'm with my dad. Like this mm. isn't the life I picture after college. While I'm seeing like my other classmates that I was in school with, you know, they're in these penthouse apartments and these like six figure jobs. I'm just like, what the heck did I do wrong? Like, right? Did I have skipped working at McAllister's? Like, was I? What was <laughs> I doing? 
what were y'all doing when I was doing? Because y'all was having fun. I'm like, me too, though. But I'm like, I can't really judge. But like, what happened? This right, right. What turn did I miss? Like, <laughs> like I, I obviously did something wrong. Probably when I was crying the best about their credit card. That's when they was doing all their work. That's I was right. Pay somebody else. Like, <laughs> that's what it was. So that's how it was. Thanks for listening to the Navit podcast. Be sure to visit navitmoney.com slash podcasts to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover other incredible money stories. But that's, I think it's very interesting, you know, a, a lot of this that you went through, there was no guidance. You know, you were just pretty yeah. much like, okay, the, the game plan is go to college, get a good education, get a good job, and I'm great. And yeah. then you find out towards the tail end of your undergraduate, it's like, oh, I was lied to. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So panic. Now what? Um, Were you able to find any, any communities, any like information online? Was there anything that kind of like helped set you on the right path? Like how did you, cause this sounds like a horrible spiral. I'm getting traumatized just listening to it. Like, like straight after graduation, you know, I moved in with my dad, which is Mm. like, I kind of felt like a failure, but right. Totally because, understand. Like, what what were you doing? Like, you weren't. So, I felt like I did everything right. You know, I got the good grades in high school. You know, I got my mm. scholarships, went to college, did great in college, did all these amazing things. And all of a sudden, it's like, you're, you're at your dad's house. Like, right. what are you doing? So, what did I do? I said, society is a lie. I'm going to figure out how to do this on my own. So I went online and I was just like searching to see if I was like alone in this because I felt like I was mm. alone. But like when you look on Twitter, you're not alone. <laughs> There's a whole community on Twitter. It's like, <laughs> no, we're struggling just like you. It's hard out here. And even the people who I thought were like, you know, thriving, they're looking like, no, we're like, we're sizzling too with you. Mm. We don't know what the heck is going on. And I feel like that's what a lot of students, like first generation students to be exact, go through is like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, if you have parents that have went to college, you know, in universities, they'll be like, okay, we know exactly where, where you're going to go. You do this. We're going to help you do this while you're in college. Let me put this on my credit so that you right. can get credit. I'm just like, what is credit? Like, what is <laughs> like, you know, so now I'm in a place where it's like, I'm building and it's like, I'm kind of teaching like my parents, you know, a little bit about, you know, what credit is because if you right. don't know, you don't know. So Right, exactly. And if you if you didn't have the the benefit, the luck to yes. be in circles where, you know, people know about that. I didn't really find out about credit. I, I started building my credit really like three years ago. Like yeah. and, and I'm about to be 36. Like mm-hmm. I like I just got on that. And mm-hmm. you know, luckily my uncle <clears throat> He, you know, he graduated from uh, business school and stuff like that. So he's schooling me and my mom on like, mm-hmm. you know, how things are supposed to work, how you can build it up. I got that over 700 credit score now, Ooh. you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it's like it, without that information, without somebody to guide you and let you know what the rules of the game are, there's no way you can win. Yeah. You know, and like you said, for somebody first generation like you going through all of these things, like there was nobody to tell you anything. So yeah. I'm 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 glad that you were at least, you know, through Twitter, which can be a cesspool sometimes, 
yeah. you did find people to kind of let you know you're not crazy. Yo, it is hard out here. And yeah. like now I, I see I see your growth because I, I peeped your articles, first of all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> pen, pen game on point, And I thank love you. it. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, didn't you just, you got a new spot now, right? You got a new uh, new job? Yeah. I do. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> also, we got to like plug the, your credit score right now. Like Jasmine, you've done all the work. Like, oh, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's so badass. And I can swear because it's our podcast. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so talk through that. So so when did you actually start to be like, okay, I want to take control of this? So right after college, the first thing you do when you don't know what you, you're going to do after college, you go to master's. So I went straight into my graduate program, applied because wow. I didn't know what else to do with my life. So I was like, you know, I really want to get this credit thing down because I feel like it's important. And I'm looking like, you know, at things I want to do in the future, like get my own place, cars. Mm. I'm like, I got to have you know, some type of credit. So I started with a secured credit card at first and I was so nervous. It was just $200, but I was so nervous to have it. Like I mm. didn't want to spend it or anything. So that was where I was like just beginning to build myself up when I, you know, started interning at Navit. And that's when everything changed <laughs> when nice. I got it. So when nice. I met Aaron, I was like, you know, I was like, I really don't know what the heck I'm doing. You know, I'm trying <laughs> to thing right here. I've seen some little spikes. I think it had been almost a year or so. And I think I had just yeah. blew it up to like 500 or something because it, mm. it was low. It was, don't judge me. It was low. But oh, no. yeah. you got to start from somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, you were doing it. So, you were doing the right things. We're so, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so that's kind of what it was. I was like, I feel like I was such a baby. I was just like, you know, I'm just here, you know, trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. I'm here. And Aaron, Yo, so like, am I. I remember you saying, Aaron, though, I remember our first meeting. You was just like, I really just want to see your confidence. Like, you don't seem confident because I wasn't because yeah. I was mm, thinking yeah. about all my failures, like. I'm like, you don't know, Aaron. Like, I literally, I was like, I'm like, do you know these people hunting me down? Like, that's how I was feeling. Right. <laughs> so, no, yeah, that's where I was. Like, in that first meeting, I was just like, well, maybe this will work. I don't really know. You know, I, I'm like, how am I going to write about financial wellness when my financial, you know, health is just like in the toilet? So. That's but see, I, you were so. But and tell me, remind me how you found how Caitlin found you. Caitlin's our amazing, you know, content person oh, that yes. found both of you. I think. Yes, yeah. she did. Uh, well, yeah. actually, oh, Sammy brought me to Caitlin. Yes. Oh, that's right, Sammy. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, other another amazing partner, a team yeah. member of ours. Yeah, I, I think I applied, and then Caitlin hit me up, and I was just like, I was really nervous. I had anxiety about my writing too. I was like, it's probably oh, not that man. good, but like, I'm going to send something, you know, see what she says. Good but for she you. Was like, this is amazing. Like, you should do, we should do this, this, this. I'm like, really? So <laughs> I, I'm like, do you, are you sure? Like financial stuff? I'm like, I know. Right. I'm going to just go for it because it's my first internship. Mm. I'm going to do it anyway. So that's how it was. Mm. <laughs> so and that's, I think, I think that's what makes Navit so different from a lot of other places is because it's not people at the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. listen, I, I live with one of my friends. Uh, mm -hmm. My rent is only $400, and I love him for that. He oh, is my wow. favorite person on the planet. Um, but I am not balling by any means. And 
we are the exact type of people that need to talk about finances because there's so many people in it with us. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times you have these super successful people and they might not be doing it purposely, but a lot of times it feels like they're talking down and they're like, Oh, let me help you little people sometimes. Yeah. when it comes from somebody who's going through the same struggles as you, you you know their their pen hits a little different. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it needs yeah. to come from us. <laughs> it so does. And I think to your point, Kenneth, we've heard this in other podcasts, is that it's also unique to your experiences, right? Mm. That person talking down, you just will never understand that you like what it feels like to yeah. have to support you, to feel like you need to support your parents. Right. When you get a hundred dollars, you know, like I yeah. mean how dare them think that they have an op- like they can talk to you about something, yeah. right? It's, it, we have to talk to each other about it so we navigate the same issues together. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So Jasmine, talk a little bit about, because you've had some major wins since, since you started in training. You started writing about it. So your confidence started to go up, right? We got, you got some, yeah. Tell, tell about some of your major wins. Okay. Major wins. So let me think. Okay. So I would say my first major win is that my credit score went up. I'm in the 700s now. Yeah. I'm up there. <laughs> it's I'm both of you. <laughs> um, and I think what really helped me out was like, you know, just understanding credit. It's, it's kind of complicated, it seems like. But like once you get the hang of it and know what you're doing, you know, things will take off. So mm. one of the things you told me, Aaron, I'm bringing you up because I remember <laughs> in our um, money coaching session, I was telling you like, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, use my little credit card here and there. You know, I'm not trying to use it that much because I don't want to, you know, not be able to pay it off. And right. you were like, why don't you just use your credit card to just like do your daily stuff? Like, just use it, like, and pay it back. Like, you know, don't use your money. I'm just like, don't use my money. I'm like, <laughs> don't use my money. I'm like, I don't know if I can handle it, but I feel like that exercise really just built my confidence up to mm. use a credit card because I was just like. I don't know. It's not my money. I don't want to spend things. It's not mine, but it's my credit card. Why am I not spending it? So when I started doing that and I started paying it off, my credit shot up. I I feel like that was like one of the major things. And also paying by the statement date. The statement date. Super helpful. Super helpful. (laughs) Yes. Because I'm like, that would have caught me if I didn't know. But just using it regularly, I feel like an adult. I feel like I'm responsible and I can do you it. <laughs> so that really built my confidence, you know, to go forward and just do it. And so I've gotten other credit cards since then, but just use it. <laughs> like don't don't be right. nervous about using it. Just use if you need something, just get it. And I'm yeah. trying to get out of that mindset of scarcity where like I don't really have this much money. I can't do it. I'm like, I can't do it. Like right. I don't know about yeah. credit utilization until like I think a few months ago, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm like, wait, so I've, I've been learning tricks too. I didn't tell you about okay. this. I've been learning a little. Oh, I don't know this. Tell me more. APR. I was like, wait, so I can like, you know, yeah, I got you. Carry it. I knew it. Mm. So I'm, I'm always learning something. And I feel like, but so, but your, but your philosophy, like you <sighs> built the habit. This is, you know, we talk a lot about habit of, spending what you can afford yes. on your credit card and paying it off. Yeah. Right. And then, so when you applied for, I remember when you applied for the other credit card, because we needed you to get more credit. We needed yes. that credit utilization and that space. Yes. And I remember how scared you were and you did it. And I was, I mean, I, I like my heart keeps bursting yes. with pride so because, 
Because I was like, yeah, I don't get credit just to knock it down. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes so much sense. I need more credit. It's everything just started clicking. Like, the more we went and the more we talked, the more you gave me, like, exercises to do and all this. It really just, I feel like I'm a new person. Because mm. I feel like now I'm living through, like, a mindset of abundance. Like, I, I deserve it. I can get it. Like, let me just do it. Like, you can do it. Because like, I feel like in that mindset of scarcity, like, one of the things that I developed in it was to now talk myself. Like, why would you get a credit card and you failed at a credit card in college? Like, why right. would you, you can yeah. spend $100 right here on something that you do need? But like you ain't got no money, girl. What you doing? Like I'm like, right. I'm like, yeah. like I am responsible. I am. I should know who I am, but sometimes it's like, no. You remind yourself. Yeah. yeah. So none of us know. We're all figuring that out. Don't worry. You like, yeah. We're all hard on ourselves, and but you are particularly hard on yourself. And I yeah. just like, <laughs> I'm so proud of you that you've come out of that. You know, like. Yeah. It's, we're all that you are not unique in that experience of mm-hmm. getting targeted in college, mm. not understanding credit, getting into trouble, and then now having to deal with that mess. But look how you've come out of it. Yeah. Right? Like you now you're in the 700s. You yeah. manage credit well. Like that's only going to increase. But right. you're, but it really does take a toll. So I understand yes. why. Yeah. That's why I said earlier it was traumatic because, you yeah. know, I, I think of people I went to school with and stuff like that. And it's it's almost like PTSD that they have when it comes to using credit. They don't want to touch it at all. And then when they get in a situation where they want that new car or, you know, to move into a new place or whatever, now they're limited in what they can do because in all that time, they didn't take the, the effort to build credit. So it's like mm-hmm. you have to deal with that trauma. You have to fight through that in order to get yourself in a place where you can get what you deserve to have. You know, so I'm so glad that you got through that. <laughs> Thank you. And it's kind of um, what I've seen. It's it's kind of this kind of confidence has um, affected other parts of your life. Like, will you talk a little bit about how you felt when you started to like look for jobs now? Because you're about to graduate from your master's, right? And you um, you just built confidence kind of throughout your life. Now that you feel now that you were able to kind of manage these core finance questions. Yeah. So one of the things that I started to apply in my everyday life is just having a mindset of abundance and that like traumatically like not traumatically like it just changed my life overall Mm. so one of the things that i started doing what is one of the things i started doing i did so many so much since the beginning of this year (laughs) like this mindset of abundance (laughs) so i started going for things that i feel like were out of my field first off that's what i started doing i started shoot your shot yeah I'm like, might as well, you know, I was so afraid of just like putting myself out there that I was like, you know, limiting what I could do. Mm. So, and what's another thing I started doing? I started working out. That's what I want to say. I started mm. working out. Minds of abundance and working out. I was like, you know, working out is just like, you know, building your credit, you know, it takes time, but you're going to get it. And I'm getting there. But I'm getting there and I feel so great about myself. Like, there's so many aspects of my life that I've just applied these little like tools to and it's like it's helped me in such an amazing way so I'm really love grateful, really grateful for this experience love it yeah oh no yeah yeah Kenneth I so what do you think about have you I've never seen that kind of trajectory of it applies you kind of see it where people get more confident and then mm. it applies but I haven't seen it so quickly like it was like six months Jasmine was like 
all right, I get it. Like, <laughs> life is really good. I'm going to go for this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to feel good about what I eat. And like, oh, by the way, I'm rocking my credit. <laughs> right, right. I'll be honest, like, from from reading the articles, from, you know, like I said, seeing like, oh, yeah, I got this new job and this, that, and the third. Hearing you talk about how you lack confidence, I didn't get any of that. Like, oh, I'm you. I'm just like, oh, she killing it. She doing her master. She doing this. She doing that. And I'm just like, why they got me here? Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm questioning why I'm here because you're beasting. So, I'll, like, oh, thank you. Thank it's, you. <laughs> it's amazing to hear you, you know, be that open and be like, nah, I didn't have any of this figured out. I had to recover, then put the work in to be yes. where I'm at. So, a lot of recovery. A lot of recovery. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. I was just out there. <laughs> I kind of figured it out. I don't <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Oh. And that's the beautiful journey. Yeah. I want to plug you, Kenneth. Come on. You, like, I tell you, I kid you not, some your articles are some of the, like, that crypto article explaining that's, crypto that's one. made it like, sense yeah. to me. No, no, no. Like, I, you know, it's already confusing to me. And I was like, this, he is so good at researching these topics. <laughs> but, like, there is a reason we are all here. We are all figuring this shit out together. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> I, I can't even comprehend crypto. <laughs> read his article. Read his article. Wait, right. It's really good. Read Ken. I'm going to send you Kenneth's article. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, so Jasmine, next. So we know your story. You have an incredible story. We're so proud of you and your confidence and your, you know, you're navigating life and, and finances. What's the next step? So you have like, give me your next kind of money moves and what like big, big life events coming up. Oh, wow. Um, I got my manifestation journal right here. So let me see. Oh, brilliant. Um, on deck. <laughs> got my manifestation journal. Um, yes. I want to be, I want my savings account to be like in like the tens of thousands. Okay. This, this is Capricorn in me. I'm a Capricorn. I feel like that's where a lot of my stress comes from is that <laughs> being a Capricorn. I want a lot of savings. <laughs> I want a lot of savings. I want to. I don't know. I just want to be happy. That's what I, I want to be happy. Mm, I want to travel. Nice I want to yeah. get my own spot. I want a cat. I want a lot of things. <laughs> I just want to be happy, though. Amazing. And you'll get that. <laughs> I think so. You're about to graduate. You have a job, and you, did you? You're going to graduate soon. Yes, I am graduating in May. It has been approved. It is official. Ooh. I passed my exams. Ooh. I'm graduating. Yes. yes. Amazing. I can't. And you have a job already. Yes, I do have a job, but I am open to anything. <laughs> I, I'm, open, I'm, open, I'm open to anything, you know. I'm working, but whatever comes my way, I'll consider it. Yes, yes. amazing. Yeah, so, because you're freelancing, you did editing and and freelance writing yes. too. Mm -hmm. So you have this whole world. But your degree is in writing, right? It's in literature. In literature, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the next step is to go out into the world and contribute your written word it's amazing yeah i love it so yeah. happy definitely definitely if you're if you're looking for a writer i could definitely attest to and co-sign uh yeah. jasmine powell on oh, linkedin man. holla at her with the opportunities yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. amazing yes well we're so proud kevin do you want to do the last like the quick takes i have powell? been looking forward to this <laughs> since i saw that you're an anime fan yes. i've been waiting oh, yeah. for these quick takes Oh yes. Okay. So, first, <clears throat> not 
Not that Funimation is going to exist for much longer, but do you prefer yeah. Crunchyroll or Funimation? Oh, Crunchyroll, because Funimation acts up on my TV. <laughs> I can't watch on my TV to act up. It's like, they need, that's why Funimation didn't work out, I feel like. Right. The app. Their streaming service sucked, but like, <laughs> they they needed to collab with like Crunchyroll. They need to get they, because right. sucked. But they had good anime, but it sucked. Okay. All right. Very important. Subbed or dubbed? Subbed. I read so fast. It's like I understand the language. There we go. It's subbed. Most definitely subbed. Dubbed. Thank you. Thank it, you. It's a little weird. It's a I'm, little weird. A lot of things are lost in translation and dubbed. It's subbed. Most definitely. I love to read anyway. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> you guys literally just had a, like, uh, your own conversation with specific vocabulary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just love everything about this. I know what you're talking about, but it's kind of amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got got to get this geek out moment because yeah, I don't have a lot of these opportunities. I know. This is like so fun to watch. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. I'm excited. Favorite anime? No. Okay. Oh, yes. So, favorite anime right now. I don't want to say what my favorite is because it's like it could change. But Naruto was my favorite, like my favorite, favorite, favorite. I was obsessed Naruto. Yeah. But right now it's not Naruto because I hate Boruto. Right? I don't hate it, but ah. Boruto <laughs> is just it's it's trying to be something. I can see it getting there, but it was just and it's not I there yet. Like, <laughs> it's not there yet. Jujutsu Kaisen yeah. though, I'm kind of obsessed, and I'm going to see the movie on Friday. I'm so excited. I'm going to see the movie by myself. Yeah. I don't nobody else talking, but I'm going to see it in dub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, if you yeah, if you're gonna do it out here, it's gotta be dub, but at least I, yeah, I will say the voice acting for the the voice acting for the American version is is pretty solid. Um it's not like yeah. cowboy bebop solid, but it's it's good. So it, it shouldn't throw you off yeah. too much. Um Yeah. I'm 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 gonna ask you. I guess one one money thing because I I guess I should. Um, yeah. uh, eat in or eat out. Eating in or eating or or going out. Yeah, yeah, going out or eating in. Yeah. I feel like this is a DoorDash question. Is it DoorDash or cooking? <laughs> I'm gonna choose DoorDash because I feel like I talked about that a couple of times. I love DoorDash. It's, it's a I lot of money. This is so funny. I did. I did not ask him to say this, Kenneth. Like one of the first things she talked about in in our coaching session, just like I do a lot of DoorDash. <laughs> I do do a lot of Door. I haven't been doing a lot recently because you know I've been on this new journey to cooking my own food. But DoorDash, most definitely. Right. DoorDash. I love it. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I only ask because like. I'm a I'm a huge foodie and like I personally love to cook. Like I I love the kitchen. I think it is one of my favorite rooms in the house. So I'm always mm-hmm. interested to see like where people are at with it. And pretty much everyone would rather either eat out or have the food brought to them. So I'm on that mountain alone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Here we I like are. to cook with you. See, there you go. Thank you. Um, all right. So this is the big one. This is the number one question right here. Oh, yeah. Would okay. you rather the big one. Like have one million dollars or have five million dollars, but a mime permanently follows you everywhere you go? 
rather have one million. I feel like I can do a lot with one million. I don't like people over my shoulder like that. Five million is worth it. I, one million, I'm good. Like I don't, I don't. I, I'm living through a mindset of abundance now, so you know, right? I can right. do a lot with a million. <laughs> See, if had I asked you that question about two years ago, might have been a different answer. So that's yeah, good. We're like, growing. What's, what's this show where they open the cases and they have like the money? Like, uh, oh, deal or no deal. deal. Look, I feel like I would have lost on deal or no deal because I would have been like a hundred dollars. That's good with me. <laughs> I got. I'll take the hundred dollars. <laughs> I live oh, so I'm good. <laughs> amazing oh. oh jasmine thank you so much that was i i haven't laughed so hard in a while that was super fun to have you on and thank you for sharing your money story with us um thank you for i have to so yeah tell the world where they can find you you can find me on Social instagram media, you know. yes you can find me on linkedin under you know jasmine powell or you can find me on instagram pinned by jazz some new things are coming in the works right now so just follow me on Instagram, you know, see what's up. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> and we'll check in with you after you've graduated and how, you know, see what the wide world is, how the wild, wide, wide, blah, 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 blah. how the wide, I can't talk. <laughs> oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> how this big wide world is treating you. Oh. Yeah, we don't see I'm still living through that mindset of abundance, you know, after I graduate. Right. Totally. <laughs> You've right got now. this. You've got, got it. You got it. It's going to work. <sighs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Nabbit Podcast, where we share money stories. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe and share this episode with your friends. See you on the next episode.